Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It is 110 on a Saturday. Uh, big part of the proceedings at Target Field last night. Def Leppard with Journey. Uh, big show, big crowd for that. The weather was great. Uh, Twins and Red Sox coming up tonight from Fenway Park. Uh, our coverage begins at 4.30 with the Twins Magazine show. Pre-game 5.30, first pitch 6.10 tonight. Twins and Red Sox in game three. And uh, the first two games of that series have been phenomenal. Tech Talk is underway. Doug Swinhart is in studio and we'll throw out those phone numbers, 651-989-9226. You can text 81807. That is 81807. If you're having a problem with your computer, hardware, software, whatever, if you're not sure how something works, uh, chances are you're not uh, alone. Uh, by all means, call the program, 651-989-9226, or you can text 81807. That is 81807. Doug, a lovely day. Good to see you. Thank you. Steve, we mentioned this last week, but I think it needs to be repeated. I had 11 calls this week, people calling me and telling me that somebody is calling them, cold calling them, Mm. and telling them that their Microsoft product key has expired. Microsoft products do not expire. They then take control of the computer and, of course, they want to help them get updated. And I've seen charges anywhere from $99 to $199. Your product key for Microsoft Windows, your product key for Microsoft Office will not expire. I think that just needs to be repeated. Um, we, we just can't trust these people cold calling. It's just it's ridiculous. Microsoft product keys do not expire. All right, a reminder, if someone calls and they want to help or are warning you that you have uh, some sort of virus or malware, hang up the phone. Don't bother with these people. Yeah, if there's nothing going on in your computer, this is, I can almost guarantee that this is bogus. The only people that are going to ever call you is your internet service provider because they're seeing an enormous amount of activity on your end that can't possibly be one person surfing the net. Other than that, you need to be, we all need to be very, very suspicious. The, this is this whole nonsense of calling people and cold calling and saying, oh, your computer's corrupt. The sky is falling. Let me connect up and repair you. 99.999% is bogus and nonsense. Another scam we've had really a lot of calls on in the past year or so is that screen that'll pop up. Now, what happened to me on a Chromebook? So I'm using a Chromebook. I have no Windows programs whatsoever on my Chromebook, and it popped up. It was a very official-looking warning from Microsoft. Oh, sure. Folks, that's a scam as well. Yeah, if you got a web browser open and it's inside the web browser, 
these web servers from time to time, these web servers can get affected with malware, and it takes some time for a webmaster to catch it. In the meantime, they're sending out pages that are legitimate pages that have been overwritten. Trust me when I tell you that these webmasters are on it as soon as they see it, and most of them are set up to be alerted within minutes. Nonetheless, if that web page comes up in a web browser and says, oh my goodness, your screen, your computer's infected, I've seen pages that flash, I've heard buzzing noises, it's nonsense. Close out your browser, restart your computer, open up a different browser, and you should have multiple browsers. Go back to that website and it will probably be gone. That is not legitimate nonsense on your computer. This is coming in as a web page. View it as something coming across your TV screen. It's not real. Yeah, Good point. I'm glad you brought that up. Scott. Yeah, and that, that is another common scam. And I think, Doug, the, the best way is when in doubt, shut your computer down, go to another computer, a clean computer, whatever, go to the library, uh, go to the neighbor's house, whatever, and spend a little time on Google and poke around. Do not hand over your money. No, and people say, well, you know, I don't have a whole lot of time to do that, but I will guarantee you, if you connect to somebody remotely that you do not know, they're not going to care about your time. They're going to connect up to your... You will lose two, three hours so fast it will scare you, and it's not legitimate. Now, thankfully, the FBI Cyber Division is on top of most of this, but to get ahead of it and to catch them in the act is very difficult. They're doing everything they can. Thankfully, Steve, I think the good guys are winning. We are winning in this battle. Nonetheless, there's an awful lot of it still going on, and it appears to me that seniors are a huge target, primarily because we're home during the day, an awful lot of us that are retired or semi-retired. And in addition to that, most of us are fairly well off financially and that and we have become a target and that we really got to watch ourselves here be suspicious all right the phone number is on the program 651-989-9226 651-989-9226 you can text 81807 that is 81807 now is a great time to call the program we have phone lines open it's early in the program i guarantee you by the end of the show we'll have folks that uh we weren't able to get to unfortunately uh, by we time we hit news time at two o'clock another follow-up from a week ago and it came up it's that time of year when kids are starting to pack up their stuff and maybe heading off to college for the first time or heading back to college um we're not going to recommend specific equipment. And if you're going to help someone buy a computer, it's very important they understand what they're going to be doing in college and really follow the recommendations of their specific school, whether it's a college or a trade school or whatever. Oh, I couldn't agree more. And I got a little story about that, Steve. A customer of mine called up. They're getting their daughter ready to go to college. They ran over to Micro Center, picked up a nice refurb computer, got it home, pulled it out of the box, and the young girl going to college, she says, oh, my God, this is heavy. Lady called me up. I said, no problem. You got your receipt? She says, yeah. I said, take it back to Micro Center and exchange it. They will exchange it, no questions asked, within the first several days. You never turn the computer on. Take it back. Get what you need. 
They are interested in making certain that you're happy with what you got. And I think that's true whether you go to Best Buy or Costco. Now, they could have avoided that trip all the way from Stillwater to Micro Center by taking the daughter with them. And really, when people are buying laptops for college students, weight is an issue. We think, well, it's six pounds. Well, that's true. But imagine carrying six pounds around compared to two pounds around all day. Screen size is important. Battery life is important. A lot of factors will go into this, and I can't encourage people enough to follow the guidelines of the educational institution that they are pursuing. These colleges, trade schools, whatever, will have guidelines as to the equipment they would like to have the student follow. Follow those guidelines. It will be huge in the future, but it's really, really important even if you got to spend a couple hundred dollars more to get the right equipment. These are the tools of a student's trade. They're important. Yeah, and uh, cheapest always isn't best, but you don't need to break the bank either. Um, Not today. What what, what about refurb equipment? We we have a couple of neighbor girls, and they've been talking to my wife about what they should do. And really along the way, for both of our girls through their college careers, and my youngest is now entering – Hopefully her final year. Hopefully she gets through her final year at the University of Arizona. Yeah, she's a smart kid. Uh, She didn't get it from me. Um, That's for sure. Um, But we bought her a MacBook Air, a refurb, and it's still running strong. Same deal with my uh, uh, first daughter, who's now graduated and on her own and uh, has a full time job and uh, tax paying member of society. All good things. same deal. We were, we were able to get good deals on refurb equipment. I have had absolutely tremendous luck with refurbs. And the majority of my clients, I would tell you exactly the same. Speaking of Macs, there is a website called MacSales.com, and they sell a ton of refurbs, and they do a great job. Sometimes they'll take these Macs in and put solid-state drives in, reinstall the operating system. If you're looking for a refurb Mac, that is another source. And, of course, they've got refurb Macs at Micro Center as well. I actually had somebody tell me they bought a refurb Mac at Best Buy as well. I have had tremendous luck with refurbished equipment. Let's face it, Stevie. When these guys get something back in the factory, they don't want to see it a second time. I think when these they refurb them, they do great work. Great work. All right, we've got a break. Doug Swinhart is in studio at Tech Talk. Uh, we're going to go to the text line first at 81807. Uh, we're going to talk Chromebooks, uh, a couple other things on the line. Um, what kind of uh, online backup should I use uh, for my computer? And by the way, if phone lines are open right now, give us a call, 651-989-9226, 651-989-9226 here on the CCO. Tech Talk continues on a Saturday. We're typically on the air between 1 and 2 o'clock. Uh, of course, sports schedule dependent. Twins and Red Sox from Fenway tonight. Twins Magazine at 4.30 pregame, 5.30 first pitch, 6.10. Here on the home of the Twins. Uh, the Twins and Red Sox split the first two games of the series. Miguel Sano has been called up from AAA Rochester. A slimmer Miguel Sano has been called up. By the way, text line's been busy today at 81807. Still room on the phone lines for you if you want to talk to Doug about your computer. 
and your computer problems, 651-989-9226. This is good for all our programs. 651-989-9226, and your calls are always welcome here on Tech Talk. Great day, 79 degrees, a light breeze out of the north. At five miles an hour. All right. Without further ado, let's go to those phone lines. Uh, have you ever heard of extra PC drive? And does it help old computers? I did a Google search, and it looks like some sort of little thumb drive you plug into your computer, and it'll speed it up. Are you leery of these types of things? I am. This sounds to me like a thing that we used to use with Vista and earlier forms of 7, where we were actually moving the swap file to an external drive. I didn't see very much performance increase. If you're looking for an increase in performance, a solid-state drive is really a no-brainer. Yeah, I I haven't heard of this. Yeah, and and Doug, one of the other things, and we haven't brought it up recently because we had a ton of Twins Day games this summer, and we've been back for a couple of weeks here on Tech Talk. But there are things, there's maintenance that needs to be done to your automobile. There's maintenance that needs to be done to the lawnmower. And there's maintenance that needs to be done to your computer. And I suppose you see it all the time. People don't do the routine maintenance and keep their thing clean. How do you, how do you keep your computer clean and running its best? Yeah, You know, if you've got a Windows machine, I am a firm believer that every Windows computer on the planet should have CCleaner. This is going to alleviate the problem of the buildup of temporary files, and it's got a nice little conservative registry cleaner built into it. It's got an uninstaller built into it. You can see what programs are starting up. And the free version, well, the price is right. Everybody should have one. By the way, Steve, I don't know if you realize this, but you can also get CCleaner for a Mac machine. And I always encourage people with this free software, especially something like CCleaner that does such a good job. If you use the product for five, six, seven months, and you actually see the performance maintained on your computer, for goodness sake, spend 20, 30 bucks and buy the product. We really need to keep businesses like Piriform in business. They are the same company that built Revo Uninstaller as well. And they've got several other products for recovering files and things of that such. But, yeah, CCleaner is an absolute no-brainer. If you still have a rotary drive, you will need to defrag or do an optimize of some type. And for that, I really like OzLogic. Uh, You can download a trial version or a free version of that as well. But here again, if you're using it for five or six months and it's keeping your computer clean, I suggest that we actually contribute to these businesses to make certain that they are successful. But keeping your drive up to snob, up to snub and keeping your temporary files down is critical. And that isn't just in Windows machine, but more Windows than Mac or Linux. But that's very, very important, this common maintenance. Another issue that we've talked about an awful lot, people seem to have a tendency of saving files on their desktop. That's a killer. You will rob your system of precious random access memory and force your computer to run completely off the hard drive. Not near the issue if you've got a solid-state drive, but even with a solid, your performance will degrade by killing your RAM. 
We want to keep that ramp free as much as possible and allow the operating system to stretch out and utilize all of its functionality. All right, uh, Doug, we have a quick one before the break for the weather. We'll go back to the text line. Reminder, uh, the phone number is 651-989-9226. 651-989-9226 if you want to talk to Doug. Text line, great way to go at 81807. Um, simple question. You take a photo on your phone. How do you reduce the file size when you move it over to your computer? Um, on my phone, it's super easy. You can pick if you want to send, you know, the full size, if you want to scale the size of the photo back before you say, for instance, I typically email photos from my phone to my computer. That's an excellent question. And most phones today will give you the option that you're speaking about. During the time of transfer, not all do that. I have taken, I don't know how many people, once we get them set up with a Gmail account, we actually install the Google Drive and Google Photo app on their phone. And you can go to your Google Drive photo application online on your computer, and you can determine the size of that picture as it's going up to the clouds. Once it's in the cloud, you could put it on your computer. You can actually send people a link to view the picture or send them the picture from the cloud storage. Absolutely incredible how much. And here's the thing. The human eye really cannot see the difference between some of these heavy, heavy resolutions and by scaling them down. Google is interested in you using less disk space per photo, and it will take less time to transfer. It's important that you play with your cameras and your fo- and your smartphones to determine what the correct resolution and, and pixel density really is so you've got a good, clear picture, but not using, don't overdo it. There's no sense to overdoing it. There's a happy medium here. I can't tell you how happy I am that you brought that up. That's a huge issue. All right, quick break. Uh, we'll have the weather, and then we'll go to the phone lines here on Tech Talk. Bill is waiting. He'll be up first out of the break. And uh, you're welcome to call 651-989-9226. You can text 81807. That is 81807. Tech Talk continues on a lovely Saturday here at CCO. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. One thirty-six. Dan Cook in studio. Boy, we're, we're going in the way back machine with Dan Cook in on a Saturday or Sunday. Always good to see Dan. Doug Swinhart in studio. Tech Talk underway. Uh, by the way, the phone number is 651-989-9226. Text line 81807. We'll have the vet next hour. Dr. Gene Gazki will be in studio. Uh, it'll be good to have Gene back. And if you have a question about your pet for the vet, uh, you're in business next hour here on CCO. Let's go to the phone lines, and we appreciate Bill calling in today. Bill, you're on the air with Doug. Hello. Hi, Doug. Hi, Bill. Yeah, What's just, going on? I bought a refab HP. And it works great, but I can't download LibreOffice or OpenOffice on it. Libre? You can't get Libre? No. Well, that's just bizarre. Yeah, you should be able to go to LibreOffice.org and hit the download and make absolutely certain that you're not taking the first one 
because that's kind of like a beta copy. You want to get down where it talks about the enterprise? Make certain that you're selecting 32-bit or 64-bit, depending upon your machine. But if you're having trouble with that, give me a call. Something's up. I would be, I would be suspicious of what you are using for a browser if you're having that issue. If you have trouble with that, give me a call, and I'll walk you right through it. But that's you should have no trouble with that at all. Something is something's not right here. All right, uh, let's stop there. If people aren't familiar with the term Labray or Open Office, this is really a program where where you don't need Microsoft Word or Excel. It'll open. It'll allow you to edit those documents and spreadsheets, etc. Yeah, these are open source Office suites, and they are full blown programs. Full word processor, full spreadsheets, uh, presentation, uh, database, calculate the whole nine yards. And Labray is my favorite. OpenOffice is actually produced and distributed by Oracle right here in the Twin Cities. Both are fantastic products. With Labray or OpenOffice, you can open, edit, and or save any Microsoft Office file. Word, Excel, you name it. They, I think every computer should have it, even if you require Microsoft Office. If you have Office 2010, for example, and you are sending someone a document that has Word 2007, they will not be able to open that document. With Labray, you can actually open up that Word document, 2009 Word, and save it as a 2007 so they don't even have to download Labray to open it up and use it. Every computer should have an open source, full office suite installed on it. Just my personal opinion. And, and Doug, this is another one of the programs that we bring up on the show that uh, if you use it, you like it, send them some money. Absolutely. These open source communities that are per, that are creating these things, yes, they are giving their software away. However... In order to make sure that these projects move forward, they require funding. That They will never bill you. They will never ask you to, to, to spend money. But it's a common... Think of it this way, Steve. I always tell people this. Think of it like you worked in a factory or at your job at the printing company. And somebody's got a big can in the, in the, in the break room. And they bring in donuts. And they bring in coffee every day. And, you know, eventually you're going to be looking at that can thinking, I better put 5 or $10 in that baby. I have a donut and coffee every day. I need to pay you're my right. share. And we gotta, we got to kind of think of open source software in those same terms. So, you know, just as common courtesy, these people, in my opinion, truly, truly deserve every penny they get. And they're doing good work. So keep that in mind when we're downloading free software. We have been very busy on the text line today. People out and about on this lovely day. Can't blame them for that. Um, let, let's hit a couple more. Uh, there is another scam people need to be aware of, that uh, your browsers are outdated and you get the click here to update. Um, are you familiar with that? I am. Should people be leery of that? They really should. If this is inside of a web page... That that should not no it should not happen. Uh, if you are in Windows, you're going to want to go to whatever browser it is just to make sure. Now Firefox and Chrome are updating automatically every time you open them for the 
I think the last two years. Now, if you have a Linux environment or a Mac environment, then you're going to need to actually update directly from Apple or run a Linux update. But if that message comes up inside the browser, something is wrong. Either you have an old, old copy of Firefox that is not yet updating every time you open it up. And in that case, go to Mozilla.com, Firefox.com, download and reinstall it. Chrome should never be an issue. If you see that in Chrome, I think you're probably more likely to see that in in Microsoft Internet Explorer. I haven't seen it in Edge yet, but it's possible. Again, this is like that scam that you were talking about earlier, Steve, where, oh, your computer's infected with malware. It's inside a browser. It's, I can almost guarantee it's not real. Okay, uh, Doug, uh, a bit of a, a follow-up on, on browsers. Uh, we, we talk about browsers, Mozilla Firefox, Google Chrome, uh, but there are a couple other browsers. Uh, Opera has been around for a while. Lovely browser. Uh, if, if you have a Mac, Safari is embedded, but Safari is okay for PCs. Absolutely. And, and there's a new one we've talked about from time to time so oh, far this, this year. Oh, this Brave browser. I'm glad you brought that up, too. I love this browser. Uh, they don't have the actual install procedure, so it's completely automatic yet for Linux. But for Windows and Mac, click the button, says download here, snap, 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 and you're all done. All right, B-R-A-V-E Correct. is a browser folks should try as well. And you should be courageous and go ahead and download it and be brave. I, <laughs> I, lo- I love this browser. It's just tremendous, tremendous browser. When you first get it installed and you click on the icon to open it up, it will appear to open up a little slower. I will give you that. Takes two, three seconds longer than to open up Chrome or Firefox or even Microsoft Edge for that matter. However, once it's open, as far as my testing goes, it's head for head, speed for speed, just as fast as all the rest. I love this browser because it will actually track what is attempting to connect to you and sh- and just automatically block it and not stop any of the content. It's it's like a built-in ad blocker that works the way we always anticipated them to work. From our text line at 81807, it's been the hot spot today. What do you recommend for online backup for everything on my computer? Now, there's a couple things in that short sentence. Number one, do people need to back up everything? Absolutely not. Okay. Uh, you know, when it comes to the Windows operating system, especially if we're paying a monthly service for disk space up in the cloud. Um, I like Mozy, M-O-Z-Y dot com. I like Carbonite. Uh, SugarSync is good, but Mozy and Carbonite would probably be my favorites. As far as downloading and updating and backing up everything on your computer, you want to become familiar with what's called pathing. And that's the path to where your data is stored, your documents folder, your pictures folder, your music folder, your videos folder. You may even have a miscellaneous folder. You want all those things backed up, saved up in the clouds. Now, keep in mind, when you have an online backup service, most of them will allow you to select what folders you want to back up. They will go online at night or a, or a pre determined time and automatically do their job and then shoot a little message down in the corner 
that says, yep, we accomplished the task today. You're good to go. The longer that takes, the more disk space it requires, the more likely you will spend more money extra. Keep in mind, we can replace hardware. We can replace your programs, your Windows op. What we can't replace is your pictures, your tax records, your documents and spreadsheets and music that you purchase. Sometimes you can re-download the music and things like that, but especially, especially pictures. This seems to be a huge issue. With digital photography, we're all snap, snap, snapping with our smartphones today, our cameras today, and a lot of these memories need to be preserved and protected. So be selective with when you're setting up an online service. But to answer the question, I love Mosey. Mosey and Carbonite, without question, are the premier backup online services in my personal opinion. And thank you for the text. Yeah, good text for sure, and that impacts a lot of people. Here's another one, and I think whether you have a small business or not, uh, this is pertinent. What is a good uh, virus protection for a one-person small business? I suppose this depends on the operating system. If if your computer is based in Windows 10, Defender should be good. Oh, yeah. Bitdefender, Windows Defender that's built into Windows. If you're on Windows 10, absolutely. If you're interested in something extra, Bitdefender is top shelf. Um, ESET, ENOT32 ESET from a company called ESET, top, top shelf. How do you spell that, Doug? E-S-E-T. Okay. And you can go to ESET.com. Uh, this is actually the malware antivirus that is promoted at Micro Center, and, and I, I firmly, firmly stand by in that. And, of course, our old favorite, Steve, Malware Bytes. Uh, all three of these are United States companies. They can be trusted with explicit, explicit, no questions asked. McAfee does a good job. I actually prefer an antivirus malware that takes very, very low resources and doesn't clutter up with an extra lots of extra software. My first point would probably be Bitdefender. My second one would absolutely be Malwarebytes. My third would be ESET. But there's a lot of alternatives. By the way, Steve, this particular business is becoming more and more competitive. We're actually seeing prices drop on all these products in the last several months. All right, quick break. We have more with Doug coming up in a moment. We still have a lot of texts and a call to get to here on Tech Talk. And by the way, we're on the air, a sports schedule's allowing, uh, Saturdays between 1 and 2 here on the CCO. Welcome back one more time to Tech Talk. Doug Swinhart in studio. Uh, coming up at 2, uh, we'll have the very latest from CBS Radio News. Uh, apparently there was uh, concerns about an incident at a mall in McAllen, Texas. Uh, the latest from AP, from the police chief in McAllen, all known suspects in custody in apparent robbery attempt at a Texas mall, and the good news, no shots were fired in that incident. So uh, we'll have the very latest from CBS at 2 o'clock. All right, Doug, let's go to the phone lines here on Tech Talk. Aaron in St. Paul, Aaron you're on the air. Hello. Hey, I uh, installed a, a local account on a Windows 10 machine and actually typed it in wrong and wanted to delete that directory associated with that account and reestablish the account, but I can't delete that directory. No, you got to create the new one first. I did that. Uh, once that once that's point. done, 
and and I set up a computer as you as you may or may not know. I will generally install classic shell so I have a a full desktop. And once I've got a full desktop, I'll actually put um, this PC or my computer on the desktop. And from there, you can right-click on this PC, slide down and left-click properties. Same thing as going to control panel and system. In that particular window, you're going to go under advanced, and then you're going to find the profiles tab, and you can delete that profile completely. But you have to establish the new profile first, and the new profile absolutely must have full administrator rights. If you have trouble with that with Windows 10, you also can just remove the data, and then you can actually go to the folder, because those folders on some versions of Windows 10, not all, some versions of Windows 10 will change the properties on each one of those folders to be read-only unless you're logged in with that profile. Some sort of protection nonsense. But you can get a hold of that with them. And if you have trouble with that, you give me a call next week. And worst-case scenario, we'll get you set up with a with a bootable Linux disk, and we'll get rid of them that way. But this can be done. And thank you so much for the call, Aaron, and have a good weekend. All right. By the way, uh, we'll have uh, Doug's phone number and email at the end of the program today. Uh, here's kind of a good one. Uh, we could probably spend a whole hour on this. But how many years should a computer last? And I'll borrow a legal term. It depends. Well, I, <laughs> I, you know, Stevie, this kind of a question will get me on a rant. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm of, uh, of the baby boomer age, as you know. And I remember when solid state circuitry came out, RCA, Victor, and Zenith, came out almost simultaneously. We were all tired of paying all kinds of bucks for replacement tubes in our TVs. And they touted solid-state circuitry going to last forever. And by God, some of them TVs did. In my mind, a computer is 100% solid-state circuitry. And to me, it should last forever. Now, through the advance of technology, there was a time when hardware was falling behind the development of software. And we fell into this mode of, well, you got to have a new computer every two, three years. That has been gone for many, many years at this point. I think at this point, if you can actually shut off as much planned obsolescence as we get in these things, they truly should last forever in the right environment with very little care. They really, really should last for 25, 30 years, if you've got a capable computer. And again, you can stop some of the firmware updates. Firmware is a big issue with this, but I shouldn't digress too much into this. Well, yeah, and the, the point is uh, things like moisture and heat, proper care, um, clean power is one for desktops. If you go out and you get... Uh, an uninterrupted power oh, supply. Oh, God, that's huge. That's uh, huge. That, that extends the life. I mean, there's a lot of little things people can do to extend the life of this equipment. Heat, moisture, biggies, clean power, uh, all of those things factor into it. Absolutely. If you've got a desktop today that is an i5 or an i7 or a comparable AMD chip that is 10, 11 years old, and it's a quad processor, and you can put 8 gigs of RAM in it, 
and it's got a decent motherboard. It should run and run and run. Let's keep in mind, the only moving parts in this thing is your optical drive. If you still have a rotary hard drive, your hard drive got a solid-state drive, no moving parts there, and a couple of fans to keep it cool. That's it. All right, we've got to run. Uh, we apologize to those texts. We did not get on the air. We had a lot of great texts on the program. We'll pick it up next week between 1 and 2 o'clock. Tech Talk with Doug Swinhart, yours truly, Steve Thompson. Uh, by the way, the vet joins us following the news and weather at 2 o'clock today. So if you have a question about that dog or cat, by all means, call or text the program. Doug, your phone number and email, please. Ah, thank you. 651-552-9543. And WCCOTech.com, WCCOTECH.com, 651-552-9543. And I'll see you next week, Steve. Yeah, have a good week, Doug. Always a pleasure to visit with you. And once again, big thanks to Dan Cook, our studio coordinator. We'll have all the news and weather coming up in a moment at 2 o'clock. 79 degrees. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 